Hey guys, it's Jesse and Hannah, and this is the LOL word. And we need to tell you all something about catfish. We gotta talk. Oh god. <laughs> so we just finished recording the last episode that you heard last week. We just finished recording it like ten seconds ago. And in between those, in those 10 seconds, I happened to check Twitter and we had just been talking about catfish. And now we find that this is now old news at this point, but that new showman, one of the, the guys on catfish has been accused of sexual harassment. And it sounds pretty legit. I mean, not that I wouldn't believe it, even if it didn't sound legit, but yeah. like, ugh, he's denying it. Of course. Okay. The whole team is denying it. Also, of course. Of course. Max, I don't think, has said anything, but I assume he's going to stand behind him, which is disappointing. Really? And I don't think, you don't he, think will. he will. I don't think so. Let I me think see if he's he tweeted it at all. So I don't know if you remember or if you were even like interested in the McElroy brothers, but um, okay, so they have a podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. It's like one of the most oh, famous yeah. ones. Um, and the younger brother Griffin was on a podcast called Cool Games Inc. with this guy um, Nick Robinson, and uh, at the time, well, like a few months ago or whatever, maybe it was sometime last year, Nick Robinson got accused by like many women of sexual harassment. Um, it was pretty pretty bad. And uh, before then, Griffin and Nick had been very very close, and Griffin. Griffin's a lot like Max, except not Jewish. And um, he basically, like, when the allegations were out, he was like, I am not going to say anything because I am uh, waiting the company that we both work for is currently investigating. Um, and I think that that's totally fair for someone who you're very, very close with to decide not to say anything publicly. Yeah. Um, and then later when Nick Robinson got fired, he was like, this is the right thing. Like, he sexually harassed all these women this has been a really hard time for all of us um and i hope you understand or whatever it was like he in a way he was condemning it but he wasn't he was still like you know this is a friendship that i now had to break and i feel like the same thing is going to be with max and neve yeah i um one of my favorite moments on catfish is actually when max calls neve out for something similar to this do you remember this uh, I've seen him call out a lot of people, which I really enjoy. This is this is when he turns on Neve, and Neve is saying, um, he's talking to this this one guy who was saying that he still, like, sent messages to this girl who he wasn't interested in, and it was kind of like sexually harassing messages. It was kind it was it was a gross line, and Neve said something like, "Well, all guys do that," and Max turned on him and said, "Absolutely, all guys do not do that," and it was a really great moment because Max was just like, "Hold up, no." And, good. Ugh, I really hope Max is legit a good guy. I think he is. I'm like almost positive. I think he is too. I'm just really. I'm hopeful. I mean, he even comes I mean, off as a better guy than me. He does. Just like he even does. before knowing all of this. Yeah, I had someone who I had been close to accused of sexual assault, not assault, of harassment, recently, and it was fucking hard. The leaps that I had to go through because my first thought, of course, was, "Well, this isn't true," and uh-huh. like. And and you and you shake your head at people who do that. And I didn't make any public statements of support for uh-huh. them or anything. And I came around quite quickly in a in a couple of hours. But like my first reaction, of course, was this is bullshit. This isn't true. This is someone trying to ruin them. Mm-hmm. Because like you you don't think that it could happen to somebody that you know. You don't think that they could be that person. You think that you're smarter than that. Like mm-hmm. I had a teacher who I found out after he had taught me. And this was a a course at a school where I did 
um, intensive classes. So class all day for two weeks. So you were with okay. this person, this teacher, like nine hours a day. Yeah. And I had this teacher for two weeks and I, and I found out later that he was in prison for raping a child. And not only that, but before he had even been my teacher, he had already served prison time for raping a child. I don't know why they fucking hired him, but what the fuck? Yeah. But I got no creepy vibes at all from this guy in this class. I never would have guessed. And it really, like, shook me because you feel like you would be able to tell, you know? Mm-hmm, and I get creeper mm-hmm. vibes from people all the time who are probably completely innocent. And then I was in a room all day with someone who rapes children. Yeah. And I had no idea. Yeah. God, that's awful. Yes. So, anyway, it sucks to find this out about people. But uh-huh. um, my thoughts are, of course, with victims of fucking Neve Shulman and yeah. with the person that I knew and with the victims of all people. And I'm sorry that the world is full of so much goddamn garbage. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing we can really hope for is that is that Neve has changed <laughs> yeah. and learned. But, you know, he's still alive, so it's on him. The onus is on him mm-hmm. to change and learn and do better. Yeah. Hopefully um, he'll take this seriously and actually look at his behavior. Yeah, and I mean, uh, hopefully even before then, but obviously we don't know that much about, you know, the time in between he when he was harassing this girl and then when he, yeah. I mean, we as viewers don't know much. Yeah, we, aren't we just got to wait for the story to unfold, but we didn't want to just have last <laughs> episode be us talking about how much we loved the boys of Catfish and then not address that. Yeah. <sighs> God, the timing okay, so was like this episode is called fucking Locked biblical. Up and, um... <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you again. <laughs> okay. The, the timing was like, we had just been talking about fucking catfish. And then I happened to check Twitter and it's right there on my timeline. Like, it, it, it could not have been more of a, a moment. Yeah. Anyway, The L Word is the a podcast. <laughs> it's a TV show and we're a podcast. Uh, <sighs> so this episode is called Locked Up and a bunch of the women end up in L.A. County Jail. Yep. Um, and Bet and Candace are super fucking dramatic about it. They really are. It's very like moody women's prison. Yeah. So I think I may have seen the finale, but I think this is the last episode of the L Word that I've ever seen before this podcast began. Okay. This is the only one, the last one I remember. I remembered the prison stuff. So it's possible I saw the finale. It's possible I didn't, but we are entering the realm of new the L word for Hannah. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I know it's going to become a true like reactions podcast. Like we're going to get from you for Queers Folk. Yeah. Although I know a lot more spoilers, and we're going to try to keep you spoiler free for Queers Folk for maximum, maximum dramas. But yeah. All right. What do you think about this dumb scene where Candace? Well, there's like seven scenes in this episode where Candace and Bet are like, oh, we can't kiss, we can't touch fingers, like, and then they're in the jail just like being ridiculous yeah i didn't pay a whole lot of attention to their scenes because i don't care so that's really how i feel about it yeah i mean i watch it on 1.8 speed so they went a little quicker for me but uh they do still last for fucking ever and i accidentally watched the first five minutes of this episode at regular speed and it was torture (laughs) i don't know how anyone does it uh yeah no i watch it at regular speed but this episode i did think about going faster yeah it's uh i recommend it i downloaded a thing specifically for the l word that I used God. to watch something quick. It's just, I can't with all the long pauses. and They're so long. 
Okay, also, let's talk about the dumbass cold open. It's dolphins having sex. Oh, yes. Oh, because of Jenny and her manatees. Yep. (sighs) Come on, Jenny. You're better than this. Is she? No. No. She's. We get that scene where she's in the aquarium and, like, we're seeing her words, like, on the screen of her terrible writing and... Yeah, it's really <sighs> bad. Um, her... Her book that she's writing now is about a mute girl who discovers she can speak with manatees or whatever and then she, like, goes into the ocean to fuck manatees, which is the exact plot line of Guillermo del Toro's <laughs> The Shape of Water. <laughs> And The Shape of Water is, if you think about it, really just a knockoff of my masterpiece, Teeth. That's Um, true. (laughs) I have a fun fact about The Shape of Water, actually. The story of that was actually conceived um, by a friend of Guillermo del Toro's named Daniel Krauss. Oh, yeah? And Daniel was actually, I don't know if he still does, but he at least used to review for Booklist. Oh, yeah? And he was my very first professional review for my first book, Break. Um, wow. Back in 2008, or it was 2009, I guess, early 2009, and he gave it a starred review. So Aww. my very first professional review, my very first star, was from the man uh, behind The Shape of Water. I met him at a party, gave him a hug one time, he's a very sweet guy. So um, it was exciting for me seeing him get yeah. success with us. Yeah. He wasn't the screenwriter, but he, he came up with the concept. And he did it when he was a kid, too. It was like something he really? came up with as a teenager. Mm-hmm. As a teenager, he decided that a mute girl should fuck uh, a fish man why not i mean i wrote teeth when i was 18 so i decided that a guy should fuck a fish boy when i was about that age but that's um, true i so basically i won an oscar is what i'm telling you <laughs> like through the transitive property i won an oscar for the shape of water that's how it works <laughs> anyway see we were worried we wouldn't find other tv shows to talk about instead of the l word and we're already we on movies. movies we're so highbrow um <laughs> Yeah, so she's having her Shape of Water moment, and she meets the NJB. Yes, whose name is irrelevant. We're just going to call him Mr. NJB, which is (laughs) actually a contest that we have at Pitt, which is the men just sort of do like a talent show, which is Oh my god, that sounds so great. Yep, they raise money for charity. It's super cute, and I love it. I love it. Oh, that's (laughs) so great. Um, so he uh, immediately identifies her as an NJJG. <laughs> yeah, he calls her a nice Jewish girl. And she's like, she's, what makes she's me not. a nice Jewish girl? Which then she goes on to say, are you, uh, she like denies it. He's like, are you saying you're not nice? But I know from seeing this show, she's trying to say she's not fucking Jewish. Yeah, I don't really know it. what, I think she just doesn't like being seen as Jewish, but is she wearing her high in the scene? No. Okay, so how does he know? She looks Jewish. The actress isn't even Jewish. She's not? No. Her name is like, God, Mia, whatever. I'm pretty sure she ain't Jewish. Let me look her up. I thought she was. Maybe she is, and then I'll feel bad. But I don't think she looks particularly Jewish. She just has dark hair. Um, oh, Mia Kirstner. That's a pretty Jewish name. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me look her up. Yeah, she's Jewish. I'm sorry. Yep. See, I told she's you. She's the granddaughter of Holocaust survivors. I'm an asshole. Um, it's just, like, something you can tell. I don't know. Like, the way that you tell other people are gay, like, even, like, if they're not doing identifying things, she, like, I don't know. There's just, I have I have Judar, I have Gaydar, and I have Babydar. So I could spot a baby from, like, 200 miles away. 
That's great. I would not <laughs> ping her as Jewish if she had just been sitting in that aquarium next to me. I She's, I feel bad for saying this. She's too skinny. Um. Okay. You should have gotten my shul because every fucking bitch was skinny. Oh yeah, because they were teenagers. They are skinny adults as well, and I think it's because they're all rich and can afford fancy yoga classes. Yeah, that's probably a factor. But she's not rich and can't afford fancy yoga classes, and she's sitting there in her fucking grocery store shirt. I mean, I just, she is. I mean, it's her I hair would is her dark. As a wasp she's who dyed super, her hair. super pale. I would not have seen her as a wasp that dyed her hair because, I don't know, I feel like most going that I know have like a different skin hair ratio of light going on whereas like yeah it's similar to mine and like she's got big eyes and that's a Jewish thing her eyes are fucking huge they are and I mean her nose isn't Jewish she's got a very goyish nose I just when I see a Jewish girl I expect to see some tits that's just me she she has them they get bigger as the show goes on. <laughs> I promise you. But how's he gonna know that? He doesn't know that. <laughs> I just know it. <laughs> I But what whatever. He knows that she's Jewish. I'm proud of him. Even yeah. though she gives him some cryptic answer that says she's not Jewish. She's... I don't really know it. I mean, I, I understand the worry about like someone seeing you and knowing that you're Jewish. Like we're we're a yes. little nervous about that. We are and we should be. But he's also yes. Jewish. Yes. She should marry this guy because he is nice to her and she's Jewish. And I think that every Jewish girl, regardless of our sexual orientations, should marry an NJB. Yes. There's... I'm planning on marrying <laughs> an agree. NJB and I don't even really like men. So... I would love to. If I, if I marry a man, it's absolutely an NJB. I have a yeah. moment in... I'm just going to talk about my own shit now because I don't like the other <laughs> words. So I have a moment in uh, in my book that's coming out next year. Sick Kids in Love? Sick Kids in Love. Yeah, yeah. So the very first moment when they meet in the um in the sh- uh, infusion room. They're both getting infusions for their various diseases. That's and super cute. What? I said that's super cute. Oh, thank you. So the girl just says her first name, which is Isabel. Uh-huh. And uh, the boy gives his full name, which is Sasha Sverdlov hyphen Deckler. So <laughs> his when uh, Isabel mentions to her dad the disease that he has, and he says, oh, is he Jewish? Because it's a disease that's more common in Jews. Isabel says yes, because she heard his last name. So she obviously <laughs> knows that he is Jewish. Uh, but he didn't know that she's Jewish because she's blonde. Um, yep. And... Later, he mentions that he looked her up and discovered that her uh, last name was Bergman. And he said, and then I realized that you were Jewish and now I'm in love with you. And he said, and she said, I know. She said, I know. After you said your last name, I realized I should have said that I was Jewish because people don't know because I'm Uh blonde. So it's like, it's, I thought that was a cute moment. Is she blonde with straight hair or with curly hair? She does not have hair. I never say what texture it is. Um, I have cousins who have straight blonde hair and are Jewish. So it was kind of a, yeah. So it was kind of a, a reference to them. My dad was actually blonde as a kid. My mom mm-hmm. is blonde as a kid, and she has bone straight hair, and I tell her she isn't Jewish because she doesn't have Jewish <laughs> <Yeah>. hair. <laughs> I mean, a lot of my family doesn't look Jewish at all. Like, I have one cousin who uh, is Jewish. She's Jewish on her mom's side, my dad's sister, and her dad converted, and she identifies very strongly as Jewish. It's very important to her. And she wears mm-hmm. a lot of jewelry all the time with, like, uh, Mike and David's on it so that people will know because they don't know looking at her. She's blonde. Yeah, they they don't think she's Jewish, and it's like very important to her that she is. So yeah, it's like, and I have a lot of blonde Jewish friends who go through the same sort of struggle. So this was sort of my little shout out to them was I Aww. wanted to write a girl who who people didn't know she was Jewish when they looked at her. 
That's cute. All my yeah. um, blonde Jewish friends have very, very curly hair. Oh, um, I don't. And they I look Jewish. Of, yeah, yeah, I know a lot of straight-haired Jews. Straight-haired yep. blonde Jews. My sister's blonde. Okay. Uh, but she's got curly hair. Like yep. Me, so. Yeah. My whole family looks so goddamn Jewish that my brother got cast as Tevya and Fiddler on the Roof. So. That's so cute. My <laughs> high school boyfriend was Tevya and Fiddler on the Roof, and he's not He's even Jewish. definitely talked about this. Yeah. Huh. My sister was Golda, actually, with him. Oh, that's super cute. Yeah, it was. Um, I was one of the Russians. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Um, I know. I look I look quite Jewish, but it's weird because I actually look like my mom, who is not Jewish. Not Jewish, yeah. My mom just... My mom is one of the most joyous... Uh, huh, Jewish-looking goys that you will see. <laughs> like, she... Because she broke her nose, so she's got, like, a Jewish nose now. Mm-hmm. And um, she has straight hair, so not that. But there's just something about her. Her face has a lot of character in it. Yep, that and that's if you all didn't, Jews. Jews don't yeah, look boring. No. My mom, like, I don't know if you've seen a picture of my mom, but she looks, like, quite Jewish. I'll send you one. Yes. Um, <laughs> and my dad looks very Jewish, but I don't look like him. Huh. I look like my mom, so. Yeah. Who knows? I met my mom's half-brother a couple years ago. Like, they're estranged, so she's not in touch with him. But I met him at their dad's memorial service, and my sister met him first. And she, like, grabs me. She's like, come here right now. And she drags me over to him because we look exactly the fucking same. Oh and we just God. look at each other and we're like, holy shit. <laughs> it's a funny <laughs> moment. That's amazing. Yes. We just looked at each other and we're like, oh. You're twins. Yeah, it was wild. Anyway, me, my stuff. Um, That's why you're here, isn't it? Not the Jenny's other. internalized anti-Semitism. Yep. And it's just, it's weird scene because... The creators of the show, am I correct, are not Jewish? I don't think so. I think you're right. Um, Queers Folk has some weird anti-Semitic lines thrown in sometimes. Um, But it also, wait, it also has a lot of more like a Jewish quality to it than you would imagine for a show that's mostly about non-Jewish characters living in Pittsburgh. Like some of the characters will just like throw Yiddish words into conversation. And it's because the creators, at least one of them, I'm not sure about one of them, but one of them's last name is Littman. So I assume he's Jewish and he looks Jewish. Yeah. So because it's created by Jews, I give it more leeway when it seems like kind of casually anti-Semitic. And they have a Jewish character in the main cast, one of the lesbians, who is fucking (laughs) badass and I goddamn love her. So the fact that they put a Jewish character in the main cast, which the L word did too, I'm giving him credit, but um, it's very important to her and it comes up a lot. And Mm -hmm. she's amazing. Um, There's this hilarious moment when her mom, no, her partner's mom is yelling at her over the phone about something that the Jewish one did. And yeah. she just sits up in bed and goes, that's right, blame the Jew. Oh, <laughs> my God. Best. It's great. That's really funny. Anyway, I love queers, folk, and I hate <laughs> the L word. This is, you know this about me, so I why do. am I still talking? I'm okay, sorry, let's... I'm ruining the podcast. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, last time I recorded Avocado Toast, Nicole forced us to not pick a topic, and it was so bad I had to title the episode, Nicole Ruins the Podcast. Ah! I listened to your avocado toast, your avocado toast episode where you talked about um, your sugaring experience because I wanted to hear that whole story. Ugh, it was so shitty and stupid. I can't believe that happened. It was buck fucking wild. I'm still like, just. Did you ever surprised. get any sort of explanation? No, nothing. I really think he was just. I think, like, the fact that I ordered alcohol was like contrary to his beliefs, and he must have been offended. But he didn't say anything. You know, like if he had said, "Don't." you know purchase a glass of wine like i wouldn't have done it 
Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. That's really weird. How old was he? I think older 30s. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Maybe he weird. had, like, this image of you as, like, young and innocent, and you, like, drinking alcohol was, like, shattered the the illusion of what he was going for or something. God, maybe. I don't know. It was really strange. I have no idea. Yeah. Wh- whatever. Mm. Men are stupid and irrational, <laughs> so... Um, okay, so let's talk about the fact that Marina hears that Jenny is dating Robin from Alice, because Alice has a loud fucking mouth, <laughs> which is something that I love about her, because I can relate to that, and uh, then she goes after Robin, and Jenny's dating Robin, and Marina's dating Robin, and they're all dating a billion people. It's let's... so gross. <laughs> yeah. Because it involves Marina, so it's disgusting. Yes. That's really my summary. It's like, and the whole scene when Marina's like, do you read? And Robin's like, leave me alone. And Marina's like, I'm going to force you to read this book that I love. And Robin's like, please go away. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that shit. People are always trying to force me to read stuff. And I get really mad about it. Or like, listen to something. Or like, watch something. I'm glad that's one of the first things I learned about you. Because otherwise I'd be recommending you books literally all the time. And I'm just like, such a contrary little asshole about it. Like, the more someone tells me to do something, the more I'm like, I don't want to. I'm the worst. You should have seen how my sister had to bully me into watching Queer Spoke. She had to fucking strong arm me into it and like oh, God. play a different things. I didn't want to <laughs> and do now it. And I love it. I do. The only reason I watched The L Word was because I was trying to impress this girl I was dating who liked mm-hmm. it. Like, I am so, like, I'll, and I'll do new things on my own all the time. Like, I'll just decide to do something. Like, I'm watching Looking right now and nobody told me to do that. I'm just like investigating yeah. shit on my own. And I watch like plenty of like crappy horror movies on my own and documentaries and stuff like that. But it's, like, it it's always feels like it just, like, means too much to the person. Mm-mm. And I don't want to, like, let them down. And I get really in my head about it. Like, Kat gets frustrated with me because we're I'm always fucking picking what we do. And <laughs> yeah. she's always like, this means a lot to me. Will you watch it? And I'm like, nope, but we're going to watch this thing that I want to watch. And she's like, God, oh God. damn it. Uh, I know. I'm a terrible person. Well, I and promise like, you, you I would never recommend books that mean a Thank lot to you. me. Because all the books that mean a lot to me are yours. It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, see, I know you have good taste then. So, like, maybe I would take recognition. But she's, yeah. she'll be like, can you just listen to this one song? It's two and a half minutes of your life. And I'm like, no! <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> That's okay, though. It's something that people have to accept about you. They do. They do. It's like a, it's like an application process for being my friend. I'm like, look, these are the fucking things that are included in this friendship. And yet people still keep being friends with me. It's very odd. I don't really understand why anyone puts up with me. But It's because you've got a good personality. Thank you. If they're going to keep putting up with me, I'm going to keep being an asshole. So it's like, <laughs> I have no incentive to stop. <laughs> we'll just continue. Um, so yes, Robin and Marina are terrible. And yeah. I guess Robin and Jenny are slightly better. Yeah, I mean, like, Robin seems to actually care about Jenny, but she doesn't care about Marina, and she doesn't know how to end things with Marina. Yeah. Just kind of funny. She leaves soon, right? Marina, I'm so sick of her. Yes, she leaves at the end of the season, which, so... Oh, thank God. Yeah, Marina's been super-duper stressed about money and about Francesca, because Francesca owns her ass, and there's a little bit of talk in this episode about Kit, um you know, helping Marina buy out the planet. She's supposed to talk to Bet. She thinks about talking to Ivan. Um, spoiler alert, Ivan ends up basically financing the planet and helping oh, cool. 
um, can take it over. Um, and then, you know, the planet becomes Kit's place, which is really, really nice. And then they start doing new things with the planet. And mm-hmm. There's some cool stuff with it in season six where they try to expand. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, the planet with Marina is shitty and the planet with Kit is uh, incredible. Okay, I'm excited then. So, um, let's yeah. talk about Ivan because I'm confused. Ah, God, I love Ivan. Um, okay, so here in this episode, we get introduced to Ivan as a drag king. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes in looking like Elvis or whatever, doing some drag king thing. Um, I love this scene because you basically never get to see representation of drag kings ever, yep. anywhere. Yep. Um, and they need more love. <sighs> I love them. They're so queer as folk. Just saying. Oh, okay, good. I'm excited. Um, it's just yeah. a brief scene, but it's nice. We need... Um, what is it? The new thing is going to be called Jesse's Drag Race, and it'll just be men. It'll just be women dressed as men, and it'll be I love excellent. it. So, um, I bet yeah. it would be much more trans-friendly than Drag Race. <sighs> Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that shit. Oh, Fuck no. That show. My ex was so into it. I had to watch so much with her. God. Not the L word ex, other ex. See, this is the thing I do when I'm trying to impress girls. I watch things that I hate. But I made her watch like 12 seasons of Supernatural, so. Yeah. I want to see all of season nine because I really like Sasha Valore. Mm, but... I don't know anyone at this point. I know like the earlier season ones. I mean, like, I love Manila now, and like, Raja. And... All stars. Yeah. yeah, but, like, all the All-Stars are, like... Like, Jinx was on this season, maybe, the All-Star season, and Jinx's season was, like, one of the last ones that I watched. Yeah, like, Jinx is on and Trixie is on, and they're yeah. the only queens that are good enough to be All-Stars. So. I only know Jinx. Yeah. Um, um, everyone else the is, one like, who, like, basically from later has the seasons. inverted um, contour. I think that was after I stopped watching. Okay, yeah. I just, like, see stuff about her everywhere. Uh, I've never okay. actually seen the show. Not even once. It's It's really <laughs> not good. Yeah, I have a lot of friends who are really into it. So. I met one of the queens from it, though. She came to Ooh. our Pride prom at Maryland because yeah. my girlfriend at the time was organizing it, and she got uh, Alaska to come. Oh, my God. Alaska graduated from Pitt. Shut up. So yes. I met Alaska. She kissed me on the cheek. That's amazing. Um, sh- it's wild being really up close to a drag queen uh-huh. because they're so beautiful, and their hair is so big. Yep. And it's like talking to a mannequin. Like, it's... You uh-huh. can't even believe that... It's like a hologram. You can't believe that this person is, like, right in front of you looking like this. It's it's amazing. Yep. Um, I so. once saw Willem and Sharon Needles because mm. Sharon... Lives Sharon, in yeah, Sharon and Alaska used to be a couple. Yep. And I got to see Willem shoot, um, squirt beer up her ass. So I love that Willem. definitely... I don't see them in any sort of, like, godlike mannequin-like sense anymore. That's very fair. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. That's very cool. Um, yeah, so Ivan in, is made to seem like a trans man later on. Um, this is just a spoiler. Kit sort of is flirtatious with Ivan, and then um, she ends up walking in on Ivan getting changed where Ivan looks way more feminine and mm-hmm. Ivan gets pissed. Ivan mm. has stuff for packing. Ivan binds all the time. Okay. And um, Kit basically invades Ivan's space and sees Ivan as a woman and it makes their relationship ir- like they, they can't fix it. 
Um, oh, you gotta love the walking in on the trans person changing trope, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it's oh, really God. shitty. And Ivan's definitely a trans man. The writers are just shitty. Yeah, it definitely sounds like he's a trans man. Um, I was a little confused when we show up at the planet after, and he's wearing his hair down, and he looks more femme. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I was like, okay, so maybe genderqueer or maybe just a butch lesbian presenting, you know, as a drag king for performances. But now you're bringing up the binding and the packing. And I'm thinking, okay, no. Yeah. No, I think I've been just I mean, could be non-binary, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're very unclear. Yeah. Well, you know, the early I mean, 2000s. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice boon. for representation's sake for them to be at least yeah. a little bit clear. I think um, if you if you keep just getting angry about stuff being in the context of its time, like, it's fine, absolutely, and it's good to acknowledge, like, this isn't okay or whatever, but if you just get stuck on it, it's like you can't go anywhere. Yeah. You can't have any more discussions if you keep going, well, this is bad. It's like, yes, it's bad. Now we need to move on. Like, if we yeah. completely wrote Alice off because of the episode where she assaults lisa which like we would if she were a real person absolutely she would be dead to us now but you can't watch the show that way like what we're just never going to talk about alice again it's it doesn't it doesn't work that's not how analysis works yeah i'm and i i get so frustrated with people who just go this is problematic and then shut it down when they're supposed to be discussing it i'm just bitter that they are ignoring words that they had access to oh yeah you should be better it's not like they invented being transgender in 2010 you know it's like (laughs) this was a thing (laughs) or like even that the word transgender appeared in 2010 we even in fact used the word transgender i think they said transgendered but in our last episode when uh alice talked about the girl and her band hooking up with people so like they have access to this word yeah (sighs) Uh, all right, let's go to Hot or Not. Wow, are we there already? Yeah, there's nothing else that happened in the episode. You're right, damn. Um. Okay. Oh, well, we got to talk about Shane first. Because Shane had her sad little moment With where Cleo. she called Sherry and when they were in the jail. Mm-hmm. And Sherry didn't come pick her up. And she just sat there waiting for her. And like yep. when her friends were leaving, she was like, no, I'll wait for Sherry. I was like, Shane, why? Yep. You know Sherry's shitty. Honey, baby, no. But she doesn't know it. And that's what's so heartbreaking. And I just... Uh, I have a lot of feelings. It's a really good moment. Yeah. Okay. Hot or not. Hot. Can I give it to the NJB? No. He's only okay, in, like, fine. one episode. That's such a shame. Okay, I'll give it to Shane, then. For believing in love and for getting her heartbroken <laughs> and because I love her. Okay. Um, and for opening up to Clea and being gentle with her. That's true. I'm and also, give I'm it... just, I'm so, in, sorry, but I'm so interested in her, <laughs> her journey about turning tricks and people thinking that she was a boy and saying, like, I could have gotten killed. I would, that's so interesting. Like, that's so much more interesting than anything happening on this show. And I just want to know more about it and about Shane and her history. It yeah. kind of dies off. I know I have a feeling it's going to and I'm sad about it because it's like you had such interesting backstory there and such interesting stuff about passing and presentation and yeah. identity and you're just Instead gonna they piss that away. to getting into Shane's family which is also so- sort of interesting. Yeah that's okay. But, um, so I'm gonna give my hot to Kit because yeah. um, you know she's like trying to help Marina out even though Marina doesn't deserve it and she's like the planet's such an important place and she's invested in saving it so yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, not Marina. <laughs> yeah. 
for yeah, sucking and being gross and making Robin read a book. <laughs> I <hate it. laughs> okay, there's a lot of people to give it to this episode, but I'm gonna give it to Bet for being yeah, an overdramatic piece of garbage and cheating and oh. cheating. Yeah, like you know, she's already emotionally cheated at this point. You know, and she, she kissed her. Yes, and she kissed her, and I. She's being an idiot, you know? Like, I don't you this know why it's so hard just to not life. cheat. Like, just don't do it. I don't know. It just feels like it's such TV drama, people who just, like, can't help but cheat. I'm like, what? Who are you? Yeah. Normal people don't do that. <laughs> nope. And, like, you feel like normal people do that because you've seen it so many times, and then you realize, wait, all these people are fake. Yep. All right, what are we doing next week? It's the finale! The finale! So the season finale is called Limb from Limb. Um, Ooh. The Provocations Art Show finally premieres at the CAC to mix reviews, and Bet finally gives in to Candace's advances. Did she already? Can, she basically already did. I think she already did. I wasn't paying attention, so. <laughs> they haven't, like, had sex. They oh, I thought they had sex. I wasn't wondering. <laughs> uh, no, they just dry humped. Um, oh, Marina, right. And, yeah, Marina continues to flirt with Robin despite knowing she was <sighs> dating Jenny. Duh. <sighs> who has begun sleeping with the NJB. Yay! Um, yeah, Shane's life turns from bad to worse when her attempt to let Clea down gently turns disastrous. Next, Sherry abandons Shane when their tryst is discovered, and Sherry's husband terminates his business arrangement with Shane. Dana's cat dies, and it's Tanya's fault! Tanya kills the fucking cat and then proposes to Dana. It's bullshit. I think I did see this episode. It's a terrible, terrible episode. Um, at the end of the next episode, Tina finds out about Candace's fling with Bet who forces herself on Tina while apologizing, so we have another rape scene. Oh, God, really? It's a really bad one, and I hate this scene, and it's really painful to watch, oh, so if you no. want to skip it, skip it. Because um, it's not like Alice's, where you only see the beginning, and then, you know, they talk about it later. This is like, they show you it, and it's awful. And I'm sure um, they don't identify it as a rape. And they do not. I mean, even in this... <sighs> the wikipedia wording it's that she forces herself on tina not saying that she like basically violently rapes her wife i feel like the wording is different and it's not quite as heavy as it needs to be oh yikes um alice realizes that she's in love with dana and she goes to her apartment to tell her and they kiss and it is where excellent. the fuck did that come from it came from nowhere <laughs> it's great oh god <laughs> um, i thought that was much later okay nope. when does dana die Dana dies. God. So I think all of season three is. So half of it, I think Dana and Alice are cheating or whatever. They're having an affair. And then the second half is just Dana and Alice being together. And that's not great. Um, and then after that, season four, Dana's back together with Lauren. So I think she dies in season four. Uh, this kiss that we're about to see, this isn't the start of their relationship. They're not together in two. They are not together. They are having an affair. And then in the middle or whatever, Dana is like, Tanya, I have to break up with you. And Tanya's like, great. I'm oh, dating another okay. tennis player now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <sighs> God, this show's a mess. It is a mess. But I do think Alice and Dana are great. They're great Oof. together when they're cheating on Tanya. We'll see. Uh, the great <laughs> news is we're almost done with a season of the show, and we only have five seasons to go after that. So, And this is the worst season. I promise it gets better and more interesting. It can't get worse, so I that believe you. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My cat is under my blanket, and I didn't realize, and she just moved. That was very scary. Okay. Amazing. 
All right. Um, thanks again to Benny for being our one Libra pay person because thank you, Benny. We're still it's, recording it in the same day. I mean, it's yeah, it's possible we have more by now, but we don't know it because it's still May seventeenth over here. So. Yep. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Jesse Alperin. Hannah Moskowitz. Uh, adopt a cat. Adopt a cat. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.